What if I clapped on two? You could really clap at any time. Oh. Um, Dude, when you're not a sound engineer, you just don't know any of these things. <laughs> yeah, I know. You're just guessing. We're just flying blind over yeah. here. Like, I'm like freaking Maverick. Right. I'm just like, go, 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 go. Looks like you've been missing a lot of work lately. I wouldn't say I've been missing it, Bob. Let's face it, this is not the worst thing you've come to do. Great, let it lie. That's my policy. Bye. Doc, you don't just walk into a store and, and buy plutonium. I'm sorry, Dave. It's an animal. Ma'am, I'm sorry to have to tell you, your son is watching check. Whoa, Wayne Knight's going to be in a Crocodile Dundee remake sequel. What? He's going to play Crocodile. The original Crocodile. Oh, he's going to be back. He's still alive? Yo, Crocodile Dundee, low-key, incredible movie. We should do that movie. That's a knife. John Cleese is in it. Yo, this is going to be dope. That's a knife. What are you doing, little Shirley? Paul Hogan. Was he featured in, like, the Outback Paul Hogan was Crocodile Dundee, right? And he's he's the new one, too. Was he featured in Outback Uh, ads, or am I just imagining it and imagining that? Dude, this jacket he's got on, he's got on a vest. It's got got the arms of the alligator hanging off the vest. He's a baller. Is it baller? That movie rules. Was he like so a real hard. like crocodile guy? Yep. I don't know. No. <laughs> yes. Definitely. Paul Hogan. Wait, he, this is going to be a real movie? The new one, yeah. Oh, hey there. Welcome back to another episode of the Loosest Conceptual <laughs> Podcast on the internet. <laughs> My name is Elijah Smith. Thank you for joining us today for episode number 12 of Loose Concept. Also joining me from across the internet, we have the man with the takes that never take breaks. Ooh, That's right, the one and only, Sean Mackey. Sean, what's up? Dude, I'm waiting for you to repeat one of these introductions, and they just keep getting better. I need to record all these quotes from my LinkedIn. <laughs> Put them in the about section? Yeah. Sean Mackey, financial planner, man who takes man with the takes that never take breaks. <laughs> that was so good. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I haven't been able to to one up your uh, introductions. I just we just leave it to you. You're the best. You just have to. You just have to live up to the claims I'm making to everybody about yeah. you. A lot of pressure with the movie we're doing today. Also joining us from across the internet airwaves, our other highly esteemed co-host. We have the Colossus of Content, the one and only Rudy Rudolph. Ooh. Rudy, what's going on? Not much. Um. Why I, we didn't approve a intro change, Elijah? That needs to go through the board of directors, <laughs> straight to the CEO, and then you know, shareholders voted either. on a. It needs to be voted two thirds proxy. Dog, we got to keep the people on their toes. That's what I like to do. Just keep them on their toes. Keep it fresh and exciting. How will they know when the podcast has begun if there's no intro? Like, ooh, do you don't hear John John Wayne's voice saying. Uh, Listen, sister. I don't know how to dance. <laughs> I forget the rest Legend. of the quote. Yeah, my, my thought process is we'll mix it up every 10 episodes. Keep it fresh, you know, keep it loose. Why not? It's in the name. True. Change Love the quotes it. at the beginning and the quotes at the end. For those of you who don't listen all the way to the end of the podcast, you're missing out because the theme, the quotes during the theme at the end are different than the ones at the beginning. So keep your ears open. Keep that third eye. 
it's the like ears. a it's like in Marvel the ears movies. Are the, the new the ears are the new third eye. You heard it here first <laughs> on loose concept. First things first, a little bit of housekeeping, just so everyone's aware. At some point in the future, the show may be moving to a Monday release, just to make life easier on our interns who edit it and put it together. <laughs> we uh, got some, uh, the U.S. Department of Labor uh, reached out to us and said we were working them too hard to have them, you know, edit these episodes together and whip them out on to, uh, for a release on Friday. So just be aware, if one doesn't come on a Friday, it's loose concept. It's loose. We're giving our interns a mental health day in light of the coronavirus. That is 100% correct. We take care of our employees. We do. We do. Or are they contractors? We have a five-star review rating on Yelp, and we do not want to lose It might be 1099 employees. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Looking at you, Uber. We look good good on LinkedIn. Pay up. (laughs) This has been the non-movie minute. (laughs) <laughs> this is our first. Uh, we just went right into it. You probably heard. You may have may have heard us talking about Crocodile Dundee. We we're just getting a little a little fired up over the news that there is a uh, a new Crocodile Dundee movie coming out, starring the original Crocodile Dundee himself, Paul Hogan. So, yep. man, the myth, the legend. Not to be confused with uh, Hulk Hogan. Um, <laughs> but back to jumping back now to non-movie minute. Basketball's coming back. Aren't you guys yes. excited about that? They've announced so it. Good. Going back to the episode from last week, Chase Mackey, our young, uh, svelte, drip <laughs> co-host, guest host, announced that, that gross. with his svelte and drip. Svelte, drip svelte is drip. like... What is he, an otter? <laughs> it's, no, that's that's what the kids say. He's got that, He's got that drip. style. They say svelte drip. But we can we could affirm that his uh, highly paid, well sourced sources were right. It's coming back to Disney World. It was kind of poor and timing because we had actually recorded that episode two weeks ago, not last week. And by the time that the episode released, it was like a day after they announced the news saying that the NBA was going to come back. Yeah. So Chase saying that he thought it was going to come back sounded like he was behind the times, but really he was ahead of the times. Yeah, exactly. He knew. As his... as we've mentioned uh, many times before, loose concept is so loose that time is just n- nothing See, to us. Bends around us. Yeah, we exist outside of time. No, Chase has those sources, man. Yeah, so I don't really care about basketball at all, but uh, I'm sure you guys are happy. Yeah, it's kind of you know, it's weird, dude. Yeah, it's weird. Okay, it's like it's like <laughs> summer camp basketball. I don't know. It's like remember when Mellow was doing like hoodie Mellow. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. like it's gonna be like that, like guys just in a gym, mm-hmm. like hanging out. Well, yeah. I mean, at least you no guys are fans. gonna have your sport being played. It's like baseball is still questionable. <laughs> That's true. I think this is the final nail in the coffin for baseball. No, stop it. I think they're just gonna. It's a, it's they're a gonna dead sport. You know, anyway. you know how many strikes they've had, and Dude, how many they're gonna they're gonna transition to cricket. Have you ever watched we're gonna the cricket have, game? We're gonna have Aaron Judge. Play cricket. Stop that silliness. Would he be good at cricket? Dude, he would rock cricket. cricket. harder than baseball? I got lots of questions about cricket. (laughs) If if anybody out there knows a cricket expert we can get on the show. At uh, at Elijah. Yeah, feel free to have them on as a a guest host. Yeah, I think it's going to be bizarre. I mean, I feel like whoever wins the NBA championship, it's going to be like the Mickey Mouse asterisk championship. Like. 
award. Is oh, that, you won know. that year? Oh, that's the only year you ever won? That doesn't really count. Which is like, I'm a big Sixers fan, and that's like the most Sixers-y type of championship to win. So <laughs> that would be well, feel, good about their, feel good about their chances. But Either the Sixers win or LeBron wins, and it's like... He uses it as like, oh, I got another ring, but really, like, it was a fake ring, so he's yeah. not. That's my whole philosophy yeah. is that uh, it, the only people, it counts for the Sixers. If the Sixers win it, I'm counting as a championship, and if LeBron <laughs> wins it, I'm counting as a championship for LeBron. Anybody else wins it, it's a nothing. It doesn't no, count. It doesn't count. It'd be funny if, like, James That's Harden won it this year, too. Like, it'd kind of be an asterisk on him. Yeah. Well, didn't the uh, the Astros, really. Houston Astros, didn't they just have have an asterisk put next to their uh, championship or World Series trophy from I've last year? Baseball, dude, dude, that's the biggest disappointment. Is that these like scum? They don't have an asterisk, but these scumbags were gonna where they were just in for like the rudest of awakenings, just getting thrown at, getting booed by opposing fans. It was just gonna be glorious. Like they're just desserts, and they've completely like. <laughs> I think if anyone should be looking at like the coronavirus conspiracy, like who was the one who initiated it, Houston Astros, they're at the top of the list because this is like completely turned the whole page on their, you know, horrible cheating scandal without ever facing justice. I like that conspiracy. I'm in on that. I agree. I think that has legs. It's got legs. Legs. Well, that's enough uh, sports talk for all you people that are loose concept listeners who love sports. That was for you. For you loose concept listeners who don't love sports, make your own podcast. Yeah, get out of <laughs> Just here. kidding. Make whatever you want to make. We en- we encourage creation. Public radio. Concept. Public access. Yes. Like follow your dreams. Follow your heart. <laughs> Do what you love. Before we get into our uh, feature film of the week and our trailer of the week, that we did touch on uh, damage control. You guys have any damage control? Uh, yes. I have some damage control. Ooh. Our uh, great friend of the pod and former guest host, Levi, the Titan Smith. The Titan? What is he? Levi's not really a Titan. He's more of like a, uh, like an, <laughs> I want to say obelisk, like just strong and mighty. Isn't that what a Titan is? So sure. Levi the Titan Smith, he, he like mentioned Titan. that in our Thor Ragnarok review two weeks ago. Um, I had said that Liam Hemsworth, not Liam Hemsworth, not Chris Hemsworth, the brother. Brothers Do you guys Liam. remember his name? No one knows. It's impossible to find out. Oh, boy. Sorry. This is like double damage control. Damage control within damage control. <laughs> the brother's name is Liam. But who's the third brother? The so third I had said that the third Hemsworth brother was like a no-name, total like schleb who like, you know, hasn't done anything. Levi made me aware that he's been in a, several movies He's a, you know, an accomplished actor in his own right, and I was wrong to say that he was a schleb. So Luke, Luke Hemsworth, Liam is the other one. Yeah, so Luke Hemsworth. Sorry, I mean, Luke Hemsworth. I'm looking at his IMDb right now. There's nothing here that's like egregious if you didn't know about this movie. You know? Yeah, he's he's not really in anything. What's weird is Chris Hemsworth was married in 2010. Has three children. I would have never have guessed that. Dude, he's one of those guys who just kind of lives his life, you know? He's like a, a Momoa kind of guy who just kind of like goes out. He goes to the beach, goes he's on adventures. He's hanging with the fam, surfing. Yeah. Yeah. Shooting the breeze. Just living that private life. I applaud him. 
stay at the limelight. He probably doesn't live in Los Angeles, I bet. I bet he lives back down in Australia. No, now yeah, definitely. Most definitely. <laughs> That's a pretty good accent, Sean. Oh, thanks. You been working on that one? I do what I can. <laughs> we just do the whole pod in Australian accent when we do Crocodile Dundee inevitably I've been absolutely frothing to get just this do the to whole record this episode all cranky mate let's get some shrimp on the barbie absolutely wild it's wild now that we have totally alienated the entire continent of Australia <laughs> all, all three of our Australian listeners just kidding we didn't have any Australian oh, hey listeners guys. are they from Perth? we're an anti <laughs> anti Bon- <laughs> Bombay Beach? Are they from the Gold Coast? Podcast. Are you from the Gold Coast? Bondi. Bondi. Now this is content. Queensland. <laughs> oh, you're from Queensland. Oh, I have a damage control. I'm going to damage control somebody else on this podcast. Uh-oh. Ooh. Rudy. Uh-oh. Oh, no thank, love on my goodness. birthday? Thank goodness. Ooh. Two days ago. Ooh. No love. See, this is what's... Okay, I'm going to call you out. So I'm going to send a personal email to Steve Jobs. I'm sorry, to Tim Cook. Tim Apple, because get your act together. I have it in my phone calendar. Well, it's okay. We can put your birthday out there. June what? Elijah's no. B-Day all day. That out. And it says alert on day of event, 9 a.m. I didn't get a single alert. I can't believe this. Wow. That is damage no, I'm just, control. I'm just giving you a hard time. No, I deserve it. You should. I really was hold just... it, holding on to that for damage control. And also control. for all the other listeners who didn't call. <laughs> wow. I'm sorry. What, how can I repay you? How can I atone? No, no repayment necessary. Just check out his Amazon wish list. Uh, can I just uh, shout out Sean? Thanks for not <laughs> reminding me. Uh, come on. You know, like when I when my cousins have birthdays, I get a nice text from my grandma saying, "Hey, it's so and so's birthday. Don't forget to text them or call them." Can we have something for the boys of the pod? Uh, you know, a little bit of a heads up. I called you on Saturday. I called you this Saturday. Yeah, that's what no I thought reason. when you were when you were talking to me on Saturday. I was like, oh, that's nice. He's just called me a little early for the birth. It's the birthday call. It's fine. I'll take it. That's cool. <laughs> then you didn't mention it, so I was like, oh, whatever. That is so freaking bogus. I'm but really then, pissed because uh, I had Sean, checked it too, and it says it. I don't even know how to edit it to make it actually rep- actually alert me. Sean had Sean had called me and is like, "Yeah, did you hear from anybody else?" And I was like, "Well, I heard from from Levi and you know, a fa- couple family and stuff." And then I, he was like, "I was like, didn't hear from Rudy though." And he was like, "Oh, really? Should I have texted him?" And I was like, "No, just keep it. I'm gonna call him out on the pod. <sighs> it's gonna gonna turn this into content." Rudy, baby. if you type in how to set a reminder on your phone, <laughs> dude, I I have the reminder set. I have it set. <laughs> It just didn't alert. It didn't buzz. How did it set a reminder? It repeats yearly. <laughs> do uh, do, sec- totally do second fine. alert. Do second alert. It's totally, totally fine. <laughs> I'll, I'll cut that birthday section out, Rudy. No, keep it in. Not, I deserve it. Not throwing you I under the bus. I just want to look here, though, because I called Micah on Monday to check in on him <laughs> and Ashley. And he didn't even mention it. He didn't bother to mention it. Someone's getting an angry text. That's right. I didn't hear from I didn't hear from Greg or Sam either. Nothing, absolutely nothing from those guys. It's fine. This is this is a big problem. This is a huge problem. You're, you're trying to downplay it. Real this friends, is a major problem. Real friends. How many of us switch up the numbers? We need to, we need to talk about trust this, guys. issues. It's a big deal. I've let you down. I got a way to make it up to you though. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> my uh, my damage control is fairly minor. Uh, it was uh, 
I several people reached out regarding my my choice of words when describing the Goonies in comparison with uh, Mud, and I believe I had used the word cheesy. There was a cheesiness factor. Oh no! Wrong word selection. There's a oh there's come a, on. There's a just a charged up fan base for Goonies out there, and I was completely unaware. So my See, apologies. It's one thing to, to have uh, fan input. It's another thing to. Be beholden to the fans. <laughs> yeah. Our takes are our takes. We don't stand by them. For we must stand by them. The movie's so cheesy. Cheesiest movie ever made. a boy. Well, no, that's not the cheesiest movie ever made. I think we should head on over to the trailer of the week to talk about the cheesiest Ooh. movie ever made. Ooh, now we're now that's a transition. We're throwing it back to a piece of uh, a piece of art. This trailer. That's really the only way to describe it. It's a true piece of art. This true, is brought to my attention art. by my brother-in-law, Nick. He threw shout this out, over Nick. me in a text message and was like, yeah, shout out to Nick Jarrett. He was like, this is the, the greatest trailer ever made. And, you know, if someone said you text <laughs> like that, you're skeptical at first. Like, all right, what is, I don't, I don't know about this. But my brother-in-law is the king of deep internet content. He finds gem after gem after gem. Sends it my way. So today we are talking about one of his finds. We are talking about the trailer for the movie Jim Carter. Jim Carter. His name, <laughs> Kurt Thomas. His title, three-time world gymnastics champion. His assignment, a secret mission for the United States government. His only weapon, himself. And that's all he needs. Combine the discipline, the timing, and the power of gymnastics with the explosive force of karate. And a new, all-powerful martial art is born. Jim Kata. So that's Jim Kata. You can look it up and, and, and watch, the, uh, watch the, the clip itself to go with the, the incredible movie guy sound voice, or voice uh, over there. But, um... It's just hard to describe. There's a guy like, I think we all agree the best scene is, well, Rudy, you put it out. There's a scene, yeah. <laughs> scene where he's on a pommel horse. <laughs> There's a pommel horse. It's it's like a gently uh, enter the dragon. It's like all these like masters standing around, and there's just a pommel horse in the middle of the circle, and he's just kicking guys' butts. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, he's jimmying around on the pommel a horse. a bunch of dudes while he's do- shuffling around. It's incredible. It's great. It's, it's just it's pure movie magic. It's crazy. My question is, like, what is the... I understand the gymnastics part of the gym. What is the kata? Is it, like, karate? <laughs> I have like, no idea. Because <laughs> you don't say karata. <laughs> I don't know, dude. It's, like, karate... I don't know. Gym, gym karate, Maybe, I guess, would have been too much. It probably was just, like, a bunch of producer guys in a room, and they were, like, uh, that's, that's, like, an actual... That sounds like it'd be a martial art, right? Jimkata. Yeah. You just see a bunch of guys sitting around a conference table in suits just yeah. saying the word over and over to themselves. Bunch of, a bunch of fat white guys in old school Hollywood from the 80s. Yeah, like, smoking cigarettes. Yeah, works. It's just a room full of cigarettes. Jimkata. Jimkata. But yeah, it's magical. This Thanks, Nick. Legs. I mean, I, like I was really idea. laughing sincerely. If you want a good uh, laugh, like the scene where he's out. like making out with some chick and like she just whips out a switchblade on him and he's like, oh. <laughs> Disables incredible. her with his gymnastic abilities. It's incredible. It's just, it's art. How about the scene where the guy 
that you see a face of a guy and then he, the guy turns around and it, he actually, it's his real face. And on the back of his head, he has like a fake face. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So I was looking at that. And it's so funny that that part that I saw that scene, because this week I was scrolling like, you know how Instagram like suggests things that you've been looking at. Yeah. So I've been getting really into like ancient aliens posts, Ooh. like weird historical oddities and stuff. I love it. And this one served up to me that was like this guy and I think it was apocryphal, but it was a guy who had a face on the back of his head. And, like, apparently it, like, whispered things to him and it had this whole personality. Oh, and, like, there's this whole apocryphal story about it. So I'm wondering if it's actually not, like, a disguise as much as, like, oh, this is a weird-looking guy. Like, this is a weird character from fake history. Let's throw him in the movie and make him some sort of bad guy. <laughs> I don't know. I can't I can't recommend it enough. Go look it up. Jim Cotta. Yeah. It's spelled exactly how it sounds. Um yeah, that's our trailer of the week. Shouts to Nick for the recommendation. <laughs> How did he even find that? I have no idea. I, ha- I have no idea. He just spends he spends time, you know, uh, scouring the deepest, darkest corners of the internet for crystals of content. Speaking of uh, cheesy movies from the eighties, cheesy. Should we transition into our? Uh, our feature film of the week? Is it from the 80s? Not cheesy, not from the 80s, but yeah, okay. <laughs> Completely serious. Shouts to uh, next week's damage control. That was a plant. <laughs> totally intentional. <laughs> Meant to do it. In honor of three weeks ago's <laughs> Jordan documentary dropping on ESPN+. Plus. We're really we're ahead talking, of the curve on this one. <laughs> we're talking Space Jam. Cue intro music. Space, space. Yeah, we're really, uh, really uh, ahead of the curve on this one as well. <laughs> uh, yeah. About about three or four weeks after it was, we were reaching a fever pitch of Michael cut, Jordan. We're content. just always on the cutting edge yeah. of culture. Everybody's still really all in on Michael Jordan stuff, so I think we're I think well, we're in good shape with this. This is gonna hit it, hit it just the right time. <laughs> just the right time. The data scientists say whenever uh, there's a big wave of a cultural event happening, you always want to wait till three weeks after it's passed <laughs> to really follow those residuals. Then hit it exactly. Yeah. Right exactly. when it's petering out. No, we're playing into the nostalgia factor. You know, a few, few like, after a few weeks, you're like, oh, remember a few weeks ago when we were all in on Michael Jordan? I, I wish I was back there. So maybe people will wish they were back. And this will bring them back. They'll, they'll be like, oh, Michael Jordan. What's a Michael Jordan podcast? Oh, here's a loose movie podcast called Loose Concept that has nothing to do with Michael Jordan. Oh, this is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> now, but let's talk about Space Jam. Let's get into it. I have a I have a hunch that some of us may have similar best of aspects of this movie, but um, we're gonna kick it off with our leadoff hitter, Rudy. Rudy, what's the best part of this movie in your eyes? Yeah, uh, as you just alluded to there, there I had a hunch that there was gonna be several, so I or similar <laughs> ones, so I wrote down several. Glad that I'm hitting leadoff. I'm gonna go with one, Bill Murray's hat. Okay, Ooh, on yes. the tee box while he's playing golf, he's got this hat, and it is an umbrella that would potentially cover him completely from any rainstorm and it's just <laughs> affixed perfectly on top of his head he's able to hit killer tee shots and still look fly and protect himself from both the sun and the rain i bet so bill murray part. like invented that another guy truly ahead of his time yeah 
it's weird seeing Bill Murray without like gray hair. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is what he looked like in Ghostbusters. I forgot. <laughs> Back in his prime. Yeah, it's Dude, almost like he was like time. talk about a svelte, svelte dripping dude. But it's it's like they they kind of made the movie and then just kind of put him in there because <laughs> every scene he's in, he's kind of like acknowledging that he's like a famous person and not really supposed to be. And it's very yeah. yeah. We can talk that about that later though. I don't mean to hijack. It's not the best aspect, but that was a good aspect. Sort of the the uh, the meta ness of Bill. I mean, that's really Bill Murray and everything. Kind of, he really sort of plays up that aspect of subtly very extremely subtly breaking the fourth wall but um yeah i, f- I feel you i feel you sean best of so i'm picking for my favorite or best of is uh michael jordan mm. dude mj he is just electric in this movie i feel like i like the looney tunes but i just want more michael i want more michael i want him shooting all the time i would take out the baseball stuff dude I just I love Michael just shooting Dude, that, that pure was so shot. weird. That pure shot. I, I don't mean to disagree uh, with you right off the bat, Sean, but I feel like right off of, the bat. Oh, right off the bat. Part of the uh, reason that Jordan gets because I also thought he did a good job. But it's like an us non-actor acting. I think part of the reason it was good is because he was like he had very few lines. Yeah, <laughs> he was just kind of like playing basketball mostly. Had very few lines. They really weren't asking and, him to do too much. No, I guess they were keeping the bar low. But he yeah, crushed. But it. I, I agree with the baseball take. It was like it was just weird. I feel like that. I think the thing with MJ is like when everybody's saying know. you're the best at something, your confidence probably gets pretty high, and your like self confidence is pretty good, and that alone like carries across the screen. I think, and that like can make up for a world of you know acting flaws is just by being confident and like being MJ. You know? Yeah. Do you know his middle name is Jeffrey? MJJ. Michael Jeffrey Jordan. I did not Little know Little fun fact. That. Dropping that nugget. It's like three on first it. names right there. His his son, he has a son named Jeffrey. Actually, those kids in the movie were not his actual kids. I looked it up. They have the same names as his kids, but not his actual kids. Yeah, I thought that was weird. I, I saw that too. A little little yeah, bizarre. I did not like that. Especially because those kids had like a total of like eight lines between the three of them yeah his real kids and his real wife exactly could have been in this movie exactly i don't i don't know why they didn't use what's really funny fun fact uh deep dive eric gordon plays marcus jordan his what son, the houston sharpshooter no. oh yeah my best thing i thought this is the thing i thought we were all gonna we were all gonna cross the board on podcast favorite the goat the greatest actor of all time wayne knight he he's crushed incredible. it, man. He, he, he crushed he's incredible. it. Incredible. Every scene he's in, he nails it. He crushes it. Boom, boom, boom. I had no idea he was in this movie. Total shock to me. Just like completely out of the blue. <laughs> what? Wayne Knight is in this. All of a sudden, I'm all in on this movie because Wayne Knight is in it. My guy. I love Wayne Knight. Yeah. I think the best part, the best Wayne Knight scene is when he's like at the end of the game, like when he needs to finally get in the get in the game. <laughs> He's like he's sitting on the bench. He's been sitting on the bench the whole time, and everybody's like looking at him, like, "Oh gosh, I can't believe I have to put this guy in the game." And he's like all dirty and sweaty. He's like hasn't done anything the whole movie, but he's just like his natural state is like sweaty and disheveled. No, Wayne Knight's uh, digging ability severely underrated. That guy oh, dug big a time. massive hole in very yes, s- small amount of time, relatively speaking. <laughs> Dude must have been chopping with that shovel. Shoveling. But yeah, I, I loved Wayne Knight. He was great. 
He's incredible. He's just he, like he he's electric. He wasn't my favorite. What? Ooh. I thought we were we were in agreement across the board on on Wayne Knight. Well, I wanted to give you guys a little space. Our loose <laughs> <laughs> some safe space to talk about our uh, our, our feelings. Our Wayne Knight love fest. I, I mean, I I thought he played. Are we transitioning into Wayne the Knight. worst? Is this your worst segment, Sean? Well, you guys can talk more about Wayne Knight and how much you love him. No, hit us with it. This is the worst. Dude, I don't know. I just felt like I I was just cringing every time he came on and he was just do something stupid. He was like oh. driving MJ home and MJ's like, I'm never going to drive with you again. <laughs> I don't know. It's just sad. I've... It's part know. of the it's part of the genius of Wayne Knight. You feel bad for him, but also you like sort of hate him, but also you sort of love <laughs> I don't him. Know. I can't I can't process him. It's hard for me to process him. Yeah, Hello, but he makes you he makes Newman. you feel something, and that's really what acting is, right? At its core. Yeah. No, he's good. I just it's <laughs> it's hard to it's hard to take. No, we're all, you're entitled to your opinion. Aside from this being a movie about how a guy gets sucked down a a golf hole to play basketball with a bunch of cartoons. The one of the more unbelievable aspects of the movie was that uh, Michael Jordan was so nice and polite to Wayne Knight, yes. who he clearly did not does not like, and uh, he's just pretending like he likes him for the movie. But in reality, you see, you watch the Last Dance and you see the way that he like treats people that he doesn't have time for, and uh, he would definitely if that movie if this movie had any anchor whatsoever in reality which it obviously doesn't he would definitely not be so uh gracious on board with him <laughs> Dude, our, there's a scene Wayne. where he actually says he says to his team let's just go out there and have fun guys and it was so disingenuous yeah. i almost like laughed out loud you can see him cringing as he says it <laughs> let's just have fun <laughs> basketball is about winning winning only rudy what was your worst aspect of the movie Worst aspect, uh, the first half of the game, okay? I know it's an unrealistic movie, but it was super unrealistic that <laughs> basically there was like these monsters were playing against no defense. The score should have been, you know, 105 to 10. Yeah. And, you know, the fact that it was... First of all, there's like no ref. Like the the Martian was supposed to be the ref, but he, he's like totally out of the game. So there's no ref. There's people, you know, pile driving into each other and... I it was just kind of lame. But there's dunks. So except, but like I I had written like during the game, I was like that's the worst part. But then you have uh the part like you have halftime. You have the part where the little mouse gets in. <laughs> he's like, okay, mouse. You know, MJ's like, okay, mouse, your turn. And he's like, oh, I'm just so excited. Oh, yes, I don't, I'm not very good at basketball. But my mom says I should just try my best. He just gets like squished immediately. That part made me laugh out loud. That part was really funny. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I can't say that had the same effect on me. But oh, well, it's because you just have a have, a, have the the sense of humor of a child. That's right. Yeah, and also the uh, the Daffy Duck critiquing Michael Jordan's half game halftime speech. And this is like a hijacking worst part to talk about some funny parts in my <laughs> opinion. But MJ's like talking about how yeah we just gotta go out there guys and do better, and and, and Daffy Duck's just like critiquing him like oh yeah whatever yeah that's gonna work well that was pretty funny but again Daffy. i'm going worst for my worst segment it's actually a toss-up between two night two things one is the voice acting um none of these of the looney tunes what is the voice acting none of these people doing looney tunes i'm a 
I'm a big Looney Tunes fan. I love Looney Tunes. I grew up on it. None of these actors, whoever are doing the voices, can hold a candle to uh, Mel Blanc. Just not even close. Yeah, I believe he did the voices for most of the characters that are uh, in this movie. But um, I think they have different people doing the voices for this, and they just don't sound similar at all. I did not know he did all of them. He didn't do all of them, but he did like Bugs Bunny. He did a lot of them. He did Porky Pig. Porky Pig. I think he did Elmer Fudd. He does like, he's kind of the core, a lot of the core characters he does the voices for. And so without him there, to me, it just doesn't cut it. And then Pig was pretty uh, spot on, don't you think? It's all right, but it's also sort of like a little weird. I don't know. Just one of my immediate, that one, that was one of the worst things. And the other worst thing was the female rabbit, girl rabbit. Every scene she was in. Mega cringe. Total awkward. Okay. Just like weirdly like sexual. Just sort of bizarre. Yeah. <laughs> it just made me feel icky. It was not, not down with those. <laughs> it was weird. Any it of was those very scenes. weird. What was so hard to follow is like you really don't get much of all the Looney Tunes until like it's just like sections of the basketball game. I feel like it's mainly just bugs the whole movie. Yeah. I feel like it's not it's not really an MJ movie, it's not really a Looney Tunes movie. It was it, I don't know. Looking back at it, I, I enjoyed it I think when I was younger, but coming back at it the second time, it was kind of just disheveled. Mm. The whole plot and everything. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely not a <laughs> It's definitely like a, not a Christopher like a, Nolan movie. <laughs> it's like a long TV episode. It was an hour and f- 15 minutes or something. It was hour 15. I actually honestly thought that was nice. I dug the short runtime. I'm all about short runtimes. Anytime you can Me too. chop something down, I'm down for it. Obviously this is a, you know, it's a kids movie. So kids have short attention spans and it's not supposed to yeah. last forever, but um I think that was a pro. Um, but as we uh, sort of talk about spacing, let's transition into our cut a scene, add a scene. Starting with you, Rudy. If you're cutting a scene out, adding a scene in, how we, how we doing this? Take put, put on your that. put on your film editor hat. I think that the, this movie <laughs> we're just talking about how it's nice that it's short. Make it a little shorter. Uh, <laughs> right after the uh, <laughs> I think crisp forty right after minutes. they thirty win. minutes. <laughs> Half an hour. Right after they win that basketball game, I'm pretty content with ending the movie right there. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, I know you got to sneak in a scene to give the powers back to the NBA players, but I just felt like, you know, the rest of it was just kind of weak and, you know, I don't know, the whole scene where they land the ship on the baseball field and yeah, Wayne Knight comes. It's just like I, I had enough at that point, so I'm kind of cutting it short there. I'm adding a scene. This is crucial. This is going to make the movie about ten times funnier. You need to include Charles Barkley on the golf course. Have you guys ever seen Charles Barkley swing <laughs> a golf club? Incredible. That would have been awesome. Incredible swing. It is like, it is the most hilarious swing you've ever seen. Like, it looks fake. Like, the first time you saw, I've seen it, it looks fake. Go Google it, Charles Barkley golf swing. He, like, comes down, he, he comes back, and he just stops in the middle of his swing, and then he finishes. Literally halfway like, into the swing. Just a huge jerk to a halt, and then finish. Just watching, I just want to watch Bill Murray and Michael Jordan and Larry Bird just rib this guy for his horrendous <laughs> golf swing. Um, and and you need more of him too. I think he's a funny guy, and it would have been funny to have more more scenes more with him. Check. The scene where he's like, he's trying to get his powers back. He's in the church, and he's like, you know, I'll never talk to Madonna again. I just that was yeah, pretty funny. I dig so, that. 
Yeah. Sean, cut a scene out of scene. Are you editing this movie at all? Um, I'm doing more of Michael Jordan playing basketball. Mm. <laughs> um, and I'm cutting out the the Monstars. I feel like they're like two. I don't know. It's a kids movie. It's hard to it's hard right? to <laughs> judge this movie. <laughs> You can't like seriously um, the, critique anything. Yeah, not that this is a very serious and uh, critique-heavy podcast to begin with, but uh, the thing that I would have done is I feel like those basketball players. I don't know if all of them would have been, um, would have had good chemistry, but I feel like they should have maybe just made them play themselves as like the monster people. Mm. Um, but then I don't know, make them a little bit cartoon, more cartoonish. But I feel like whenever you have Charles Barkley, uh, you you need to show him as much as possible. Yeah, dog. Yeah, on the screen. So yeah, that was, it was really weird. It was kind of like um, it was kind of a flash flash uh, forward or foreshadowing, boarding up the forum and have these hazmat suits and everything and ending the season kind of Dude. what's happening now i had a yes. note about with that as well cor- i'm sending you guys a picture i'm sending you guys a picture right now because i took a picture at the very beginning of the movie okay it was some weird vibes dude and it completely freaked me out because moron mountain okay looks eerily similar to a certain virus image that we've seen over and oh, over again. Oh, look Can at you that. that! I didn't even think of that. What? And then I and oh then, he, and then there was the, the quote from the ref or from the commissioner of basketball: "Until we can maintain the health and safety of our players, no more basketball for the rest of the oh, season." That was so that's crazy. You're it was so like right. freaky parallels. It looks Dang, like, Sean, for everybody you were 100% who uh, correct. Who doesn't know? It looks like the coronavirus like image that. Um, yeah, they've taken it is. Yeah, it's it's like shockingly similar to a coronavirus, and that's what shuts Damn, down dude. the season. Space Jam, like a prof- oddly uh, prophetic movie, prescient of our current uh, uncertain times. Yeah, it's really bizarre. It's crazy. But yeah, I feel like you kind of miss all. I feel like I would have liked seeing you know Patrick Ewing, Sean Bradley, Larry Johnson, uh, Muggsy. And Charles, like, you, you don't see them really play much basketball together. So I would have liked to have incorporated them. Yeah. And have them just, like, have the ghost or whatever power thing in them, but just have them yeah. operate like they're, I don't know. They're, like, the CGI wasn't up to par back then. But if you could have retained... I mean, the animation did sort It was interesting to see, like, it retained some elements of the players themselves. Yeah. But yeah well, I'm just get- saying have them play on the screen, yeah. but have them just be controlled in a way and yeah. a great but more of the the real deal guys because a lot of the basketball scenes is just like it's not even a full length basketball view it's just like close-ups and like all this i don't know it's a little uh, dizzying so many cut scenes but maybe that's just old man sean <laughs> <laughs> oh man there it goes old man sean hand. Oh man, I can't keep up with these newfangled animated pictures. It's I don't know, Rudy. I'm, I'm. Oh, thanks. It was. It was. <laughs> this was my favorite movie. I'll just put it that way. Yeah, it. Uh, it has its. Uh, has its flaws. Mine. Uh, I'm. So mine is. I guess sort of somewhat similar to Rudy's, really, in that. Uh, 
I would that scene at the end is just weird with all the the basketball players like thanking Michael Jordan and treating him like he is their I don't know king. They're yeah, they're god. <laughs> oh, I thank you. You're so gracious to us giving our basketball powers out. Powers back. Thank you, Michael. You're so so kind to us. Come play basketball with us now. It's just like weird. I feel like that wouldn't actually happen yeah. too. That seems like unrealistic. Maybe I mean Maybe I'm just not, wasn't, I mean, obviously I wasn't really aware of the basketball scene when I was three years old, but um, <laughs> I get the feeling that, you know, Chuck and Patrick Ewing were more rivals with MJ than they were like looking Bloodies. up to him, you know, like he was their mentor or something. That was just like weird dynamically. So I think I'm with Rudy. I'm going to cut that scene out, cut that out. And, uh, I don't know. I'm just making it shorter because I couldn't really think of anything that I wanted to add back in. Um, not saying it's perfect by any means, but uh, <laughs> you're just cutting uh, fat. Yeah, yeah. I have more for. Well, we'll pivot into recast a role because I do have a thought. Some thoughts on that for recast a role. I'm actually instead of adding something in, I'm doing two recasts. I'm taking out Sean Bradley. I'm taking out Muggsy Bogue. Bogues. Muggsy Bogues. Muggsy Bogue. One Bogue. Two Bogue. I don't know how many Bogue. All the bogues. Bogai. Muggsy Bogai. Anyway, I'm pulling him out and Sean Bradley out. Um, shouts to Sean Bradley, former Sixer. Great. But um, I'm putting in two, uh, two up-and-coming stars at the time, 1996. Shaq and Kobe. How are Shaq and Kobe not in this movie? Ooh, Put Shaq them in there. should definitely be in the Ooh, movie. Yeah, that's true. Kobe. Shaq is the big center. I want to see, I want to see cartoon Shaq. And then uh, Kobe as the the small, you know, shifty, fast guard. The, both those guys. When was Kobe drafted? Kobe, they were both on the Lakers in 96. Kobe, oh, well, Kobe was actually drafted in 96. So he was, so he was, he was like, rookie. yeah, right on the brink. And then it was the same year that Shaq got traded to them. So I guess it doesn't really line up timeline-wise perfectly. But um, yeah, I feel like the two of them would have created that would have been interesting to see, you know, how that dynamic play. If this had that been like be two cool. years later, or even like you could do AI too as a small guy if you're going like even if this yeah, you push this I movie like back two years, AI in that role. Oh, that would have been cool. My God, AI MJ the goat. Yeah, uh, I have a similar recast except since it's an unrealistic movie i'm doing unrealistic recast i don't really uh i don't really know much about basketball but i I know that draymond green would fit perfectly on the monsters is just this mm. bully you know just knocking people over i think it was It'd a be child funny. at the time yeah well who cares it'd be funny to see him just like you know punching yeah. bugs bunny and you know doing this thing kicking people in the nuts for real Literally, intentionally. Literally. Sean, do you have a recast? Well, I feel like Bill Murray is not used enough in this in this movie. I feel like he's a he's a natural. Uh, I don't know. Facts. It seemed like Facts. like you like you were saying uh, Michael Jordan. Whenever he was with Wayne Knight, he was a little uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> just him as a person, I think. Just like, is this guy for real? I don't know how to handle him. <laughs> But him and Bill Murray, I felt like had had some good vibes. So I would have um, recast like Stan's character is just like because Bill Murray's in this movie playing his 
he's playing Bill Murray. Yeah. But yep. I feel like kind of reshape, like morph the the two characters, like his like buddy, um, in the whole movie, not really be an assistant, but just be like a buddy who's hanging out with them. Um, I think that would have because you see it towards the end with them playing the basketball game when um, Stan gets uh, Wayne Knight's character gets uh, taken out of the game. You see that chemistry between Bill Murray. Mm, I don't know. Yeah. I just feel like he fits it more naturally. You've already kind of got the ridiculousness with the Looney Tunes. That, trans- that transition offense. He's finding him. I'm true to form. I'm just I'm just uh, keeping him on the payroll, so, but just having so him come you're, in. So if you're bumping days. Bill Murray up to Wayne over to Wayne Knight's role, then who are you getting to play the third celebrity friend of Michael Jordan? Since it's not going to be Bill Murray, I'm just keep. I'm just. Not even having that character in. Oh, it's just him and Larry Bird playing golf. You got to round out yeah. the fourth, mm-hmm. Sean. Well, who's the fourth person that's playing golf? Well, Wayne Knight and Bill Murray. Wayne Knight's just his caddy. Oh, really? I don't know. We're overthinking this. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Who was famous in '96 anyway? Nobody. There weren't, even, there weren't even any famous people back then. Do you have MJ in that? Or uh, uh, Magic? Oh, I thought you were going to say Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson, <laughs> <Or> yes. <laughs> the, the real MJ the other MJ. Been, uh, funny. Now this movie gets really interesting. Do you consider Michael Jordan the real MJ or Michael Jackson? Oh, Michael Jordan, for sure. No contest. If someone says MJ, the first thing that's popping in my head is Michael Jordan. Without a doubt. Yeah, probably facts. There are a few things about this movie that I found interesting about the production of it well not production of it but um just sort of small facts around it that i thought we could break get into a little bit but um one of them was that there's apparently going to be a sequel called skate jam with tony hawk why did that never happen sign me up sign me up for anything with tony hawk i love tony hawk literally anything yeah do you guys see the piggy pig piggy piggy wiggly Piggly sure did. Yeah, the grocery store. Yeah. Harkening back to mud. That's right. Connections. connections. It's in the same universe. That's another t-shirt we have to make. A connections t-shirt connections. that have the hands interlocking. Piggly Wiggly. So that was interesting. Shouts to the Piggly Wiggly. Sponsor the pod, Piggly Wiggly, if you still exist. Um, the, one of the most interesting things I thought this movie is the two teams that the aliens chose to take powers from were the Suns and the Knicks. And if he does that again in the current movie where the aliens come down, they just decide to take the basketball talent from the Suns and the Knicks. That aliens team is not going to be uh, not going to be no, very. They're going to not going to be very great. <laughs> oh my stay. word! I didn't think of that. Good catch. The monsters are going to be made up of uh, DeAndre and uh, Devin Booker and Mitchell Robinson and R.J. Barrett. I guess it would have it would have worked Frank a couple Lakeena. years ago if Porzingis was on there and no I mean no I don't think he's famous enough. yeah the only time this would have worked with the Suns and the Knicks was the exact time they made this movie so I guess it'll be like well that's a weird thing because the new Space Jam has been in talks in production for a while like before LeBron went to the Lakers correct yeah so what team is he gonna be on well I guess he doesn't have to be on a specific team I mean, but, I mean they show it. How long has, the Cavs, you think? How long has LeBron known that he was going to be on the Lakers, though? So, like... Since he was born. But maybe he's going to say, you know, I'm going back to the Cavs. That that was an interesting thing, because, like, I don't know the history of MJ, really. I, I didn't finish The Last Dance. I only watched the first three episodes. He The retirement <laughs> scene is fake. It's part of the movie, right? 
to go like i know he went to go play baseball but that he didn't go after i i don't know if that's like the real i don't think that's like the real footage of him retiring no he played i think in 94 yeah and then at this point when he was filming this movie i think he had already come back to basketball yeah yeah well and then my question was you know does mj feel bad that like the, like everyone comes out and says like you're not a baseball player you're terrible at baseball <laughs> this is like after he's tried and failed at baseball yeah i think it's kind of a running okay. i do think that was sort of like the dynamic though when he was playing baseball of like the catcher on the mound telling him like which pitches were coming up and like everyone just being so in awe of playing michael jordan hey and he's just signing my well that's what was funny and you said catcher on the mound that doesn't make any sense catcher behind the plate but <laughs> let's slide. Baseball's I think, dead. I thought it was super funny. Like the the scene was great Dance where they're sport. they're clapping, cheering that he struck out. Like, and then like you know they're all. I didn't really understand at the end where they're all like, "Where's Michael? Where's Michael?" When he's like the worst player on their team. Like, why are they <laughs> waiting for him to show? It up? looks like the cast is going to be Kyrie, Clay Thompson, Anthony Davis, and Damian Lillard. Yeah. So I or. And There's not a lot of personality there, is there? Well, according to Wikipedia, the lineup they have is Clay Thompson, Anthony Davis, Dame Lillard, Chris Paul, and they have down here Kyle Kuzma, who what? <laughs> did he just sneak into that because he's on the Lakers right now? Like Kyle Kuzma is terrible. He's not good in any sense of the Dude, word. I'm out on this movie. The budget's 162 million dollars. Like, gotta think that's all going into the animation department. Yeah. The smart move for them would to be hire to got hire the guy the animators that worked on uh, Into the Spider Verse. Yeah, that would, that would be sick. That would be all. <laughs> That'd be the that. galaxy brain move. Get some good animation in this. Don Cheadle and uh, Steve Harvey look like they they're attached to it as well. Yeah. So we sort of we sort of uh, touched on it earlier, but uh, Michael Jordan has a different actress playing his wife. Uh, and it turns out LeBron James uh, decided to go the same route in this one as well. A different actor playing his wife. That's just so weird. A little bizarre. And it's weird that they didn't have the kids, what do I know, since though? they are professional act- actors and actresses, why they didn't have them play more of a role in this movie, because it is, I don't know, yeah. more of a geared towards kids. I mean, I hate to say it, but this movie just seemed like a big like money grab to me. Oh yeah, yeah. It's just all about it's hitting all the sectors. It's like which kind of transitions us into our wrap up segment of uh, you know how we'd rank this. It's definitely not a top twenty for me. I don't think it's like a top one hundred. I, I honestly didn't. No. I think I probably missed the window where it would have been interesting to me. You know, if I had seen it when I was like eight, maybe this would have made an impact. But because I didn't really grow up with this. I literally, my first time watching it was today before we went over for the pod. And this like in NBA circles, this movie is like, it's like a sacred text of, of (laughs) video and people act like this movie is one of the best movies ever made. It's a classic. It's an all timer. It's so good. And I just, this is one that was way too hyped up and just didn't live up to it in any way, shape or form. Big letdown for me. I think this movie's kind of trash. Wow. I wouldn't say it's trash. It's definitely not a top 20 or top 50. I thought there were some funny scenes, you know, because it's almost like you got to look at it. The concept is a super goofy concept, and I thought the execution was okay. Like, thinking it's 90s animation, you know, I thought the names, the big names helped it out. You know, Danny DeVito was funny. Was he in it? Bill Murray's great. He's uh, the smack hammer. He's the head boss. 
evil boss. Oh, I wondered oh. if that was somebody. So I thought it was like 6.5 out of 10. Wow. That's what I'm giving it. For me, it'd be like a 4, but I think Wayne Knight elevates it to like a 5.5. I think it's like a 4.54. Wow. <laughs> 4.54. <laughs> yeah. 4.25. We're just coming on. I don't know. Just We might hear about this one. This is a lot of people's like uh, childhood memories. We're just stomping all over. Really? I think so. I don't... I think so too. I watched this as a kid and I thought it was all right. And then I watched it as an adult and I'm like, what was I thinking? <laughs> I'm just picturing like young Sean watching this movie and being like, it's fine, but the cinematography isn't great. <laughs> I don't, I don't remember any, it doesn't even have that much nostalgia for me either. Yeah. I don't know. Space Jam's okay, but it's no Citizen Kane. Well, you know that, what I mean. That's my like, young, that's my young Sean impression. Sean, when did you develop your taste for Oscar Oscar noms, Oscar movies for artistic, high art? Film? It was like my first movie that I saw that I was like, oh, I love. Yeah, Oscar movies. I don't know. I love that's the good, score. It's a good question. I'll have to follow up on that next pod. A little tease for next pod. All right, boys. Speaking of next podcast. Are we announcing it, or are we just going to keep it a secret? Because I don't know if we, like, we may be having a special guest, but we haven't reached out to the special guest yet to tell the special guest. we got to announce it to force the special guest on. we got to announce it, speaking into reality. We'll just do it without him if he's not here. All right, next episode of the podcast, our movie for next week. We're going a little bit into off the beaten path a little bit on this one. If you... Catch my pun. We're talking Hunt for the Wilder People. Another New Zealand, another Taika. Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi film. Um, If you haven't seen this yet, I don't know what to tell you. I haven't seen it either, so it could be terrible. (laughs) It could be good. We're going to find out together. We're all in this together. Check it out. Our our guest, our potential guest, who may or may not be... uh, He's, he's always out in the wilderness himself. He's hard to reach. We'll keep him a secret. Yeah, he he uh, heavily recommended it, and it was his pick to come on the pod and talk about. So if he's not here, it may just be us three again talking about him and how he likes this movie. <laughs> That's just as good. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same thing. So I, I really can't vouch for this movie. If it sucks, it might suck. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but that's next week on Loose Concept, venturing out into the unknown. It doesn't unknown. suck. Oh, Sean, keep the takes to yourself, dog. Definitively. We know your takes don't take a break, but time to go and take a break. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Make sure you uh, uh, follow us on Instagram. Keep up with the con- keep up with the uh, news. Um, be sure to uh, follow us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Those are the only places where we think it's you can stream the show at. So you're probably listening on one of those two right now. Make sure you follow or subscribe and leave a rating for whatever good that does. Um, yeah. Above all else, always remember to keep it, it loose. loose. Keep it loose. Keep it loose. Keep it conceptual. I'm a little bit bummed though, you know. I thought we were going to get some money for this. I don't believe a lady has to explain anything to a man this ugly. What was that? I'll break the football C4, sir.
What's your record for consecutive questions asked? In my experience, there's no such thing as luck. It'd be a lot cooler if you did. <laughs> Hope you get a lot of work, holidays included. Dance yourselves into beautiful nervous breakdowns.